Good morning. Let's start with a poem. Everyone is equal in God's sight we know. He created everyone. His love for us bestow. Perfect peace and grace, though we differ in some way, color, size, and languages, such variances display. There is no separation. One in Christ are we. We are equal in his sight and created perfectly. Amen. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to my sister Paula. We call her Paula Babe, and she said she met a guy, so that's nice because we've been praying for her, and she was looking for someone. And uh, it turns out uh, the first thing she asked him, she said, do you know the Lord? And he said, a little. (laughs) So I said, well, just show him the way, lead by example. So good luck, Paula, babe. We'll see. You'll keep me posted. Um, Let us pray, everyone. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. And I know you guys know, but I am hooked on the Bible. I just can't put it down. Now, I read uh, the Charles Stanley um, Bible's principle, but uh, whatever version you have, just flip to any chapter, start reading, and it will draw you in. It's storytelling at its best, and we need to know it. Dear Lord, bow your head. As I open up my Bible, At the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created, and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. And then Avis Marcus with her meditation for faith praise. Father, the situations in my life sometimes cause me to listen to the negative attitudes around me. Instead of hearing your voice of hope, I temporarily succumb to fear, which is a tool of the enemy. But I give you praise for showing me a better way. 
your way. I praise you for problems that can only be solved by faith. They are too enormous for me to even plan a solution. So I am learning to speak words of faith and allow you to provide the answer. When I go through the day and a surprise financial obligation greets me, I now know to be calm and say, Father, here's another debt I need you to pay. I praise you for a divine belief that does not have a prerequisite of intellect, wealth, or worldly prominence. Your blessing of faith is for anyone who trusts you, loves you, and believes in you. Your glory is embedded in words of faith. As I speak my needs into a prayer and a praise of faith, you begin working on my behalf. My connection with you is strengthened. My burden is lifted. My anxiety is gone. Father, your command in 2 Corinthians 5, 7 to walk by faith and not by sight develops my spiritual vision. The power you provide in your words and assurances are my daily arsenal against the adversary's schemes. And the answers that are provided by faith encourage me to grow to continue in your word. I praise you for blessing me with testimonies in my life, which are examples of your love, examples of impossible situations answered through the promises of faith. I give you praise, Father, for your infinite love and care always. In the name of Jesus, I pray, join me in saying amen. Stay in place. We'll be right back with more. I think we need to hear some proverbs because you know they're good for the soul. Stay right there. Yeah, so thank you, Nick, for all my gifts always. And speaking of which, this is the book of Proverbs, the modern day version that you also gave me. I'm going to read from. So everyone, here we go. Proverbs. Listen as wisdom calls out. Hear as understanding raises her voice. On the hilltop along the road, she takes her stand at the crossroads. By the gates at the entrance to the town, on the road leading in, she cries aloud. I call to you, to all of you. I raise my voice to all people. You simple people, use good judgment. You foolish people, show some understanding. Listen to me, for I have important things to tell you. Everything I say is right, for I speak the truth and detest every kind of deception. My advice is wholesome. There is nothing devious or crooked in it. My words are plain to anyone with understanding, clear to those with knowledge. Choose my instruction rather than silver and knowledge rather than pure gold. For wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. 
Nothing you desire can compare with it. I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride and arrogance, corruption and perverse speech. Common sense and success belong to me. Insight and strength are mine. Because of me, kings reign and rulers make just decrees. Rulers lead with my help and nobles make righteous judgments. I love all who love me. Those who search will surely find me. I have riches and honor as well as enduring wealth and justice. My gifts are better than gold, even the purest gold. My wages better than sterling silver. I walk in righteousness, in paths of justice. Those who love me inherit wealth. I will fill their treasuries. The Lord formed me from the beginning before he created anything else. I was appointed in ages past at the very first before the earth began. I was born before the oceans were created, before the springs bubbled forth their waters, before the mountains were formed, before the hills I was born, before he had made the earth and fields and the first handfuls of soil. I was there when he established the heavens, when he drew the horizon on the oceans. I was there when he set the clouds above, when he established springs deep in the earth. I was there when he set the limits of the seas so they would not spread beyond their boundaries. And when he marked off the earth's foundations, I was the architect at his side. I was his constant delight, rejoicing always in his presence and how happy I was with the world he created, how I rejoiced with human family. And so, my children, listen to me, for all who follow my ways are joyful. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Don't ignore it. Joyful are those who listen to me, watching for me daily at my gates, waiting for me outside my home. For whoever finds me finds life and receives favor from the Lord. But those who miss me injure themselves. All who hate me love death. I'm going to continue on because the Proverbs turn me on. Marching orders from God. I love it. Okay. Fear the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. Wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. If you become wise, you will be one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, you will be one to suffer. So don't bother correct, correcting mockers for they will only hate you. But correct the wise, and they will love you. 
Instruct the wise, and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous, and they will learn even more. Mm. Love it, love it. Okay. Folly. The woman named Folly is brash. She is ignorant and doesn't know it. She sits in her doorway on the heights overlooking the city. She calls out to men going by who are minding their own business. Come in with me, she urges the simple. To those who lack good judgment, she says, stolen water is refreshing. Food eaten in secret tastes the best. But little do they know that the dead are there. Her guests are in the depths of the grave. Okay, I'll put a pin there. And I love Proverbs. Please read them. There is a prob, there's a group of Proverbs for every day. These are God's words for sure. Be right back. And this verse is from uh, Psalms 139, and I found it in Bible.com. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen. The heart will lie to us. The Bible says that the heart is wicked. We can't always count on it to do the right thing. At the same time, the Bible tells us that everything we say flows from our heart. It is impossible for us to rely on our hearts to do the right thing unless they are pure. In order to know that, we must ask God to search our hearts with the strongest possible searchlight. He alone can see the truth in our hearts. He can show us any evil leanings or hurtful intents. This is a task that we are simply not up to. Only God can purify our hearts. Dear Lord, search my heart. Cast out any impurities you find there any wickedness or deceit, any desire to hurt others. Make my heart whole and pure. Help me hold only love in my heart all of my days. Amen. There you you have it. Okay, and God's purpose for your life. I always say purposes, but it's purpose. 1 John 4. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. Perfectionism is the attitude that tasks must be done faultlessly at all times in order for a person to be acceptable. And it's a terrible trap. The trouble with perfectionism is that, first, it misplaces a person's worth in their achievements rather than the identity uh, Christ has given us. 
second, perfectionists are usually so focused on their goals that they alienate their relationships. Finally, perfectionism is simply unsustainable. No one can be flawless 100% of the time. Amen. If you find yourself trapped by perfectionism, you may feel stressed, tired, and even broken. But understand that Jesus has already been perfect on your behalf. Now what he desires for you is simply to enjoy a deeper relationship with him and to join him in his purposes, humbly loving the lost and hurting in his name. Humbly loving the lost and hurting in his name. God doesn't expect you to be perfect. He knows you can't be. What he wants is for you to rest in his love and show his love to others. So stop putting standards on yourself that he never intended. You're actually missing his purposes completely. Instead, let go of your perfectionist tendencies. Be transparent to your brokenness and let his love flow through you. Jesus, I know that to minister to others, I don't need to be perfect, just loving. Let your love flow through me. Amen. Let your love flow through me. Amen. Hallelujah. We're hitting our stride. We're hitting our stride. Okay, God's promises day by day. 2 Timothy, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Our moods may shift, but God's doesn't. Our minds may change, but God's doesn't. Our devotion may falter, but God's never does. Even if we are faithless, he is faithful for he cannot betray himself. He is a sure God. Amen. Oh, we're on fire today. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, God's way day by day. Praying just mellows me out, just lifts me up, just helps me start my day in the right way. I just feel so good putting on the armor of Jesus Christ day by day. Don't you? Don't you feel good? It is just strengthening. It is eye-opening. It is all-empowering. It is all-encompassing. It is just awesome. Just thank you, Jesus. Okay, God's way day by day. Isaiah 55, 9. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Earthly wisdom is rooted in the belief that all of life can be understood, rationalized, and proved scientifically. 
but God moves in ways that are still a mystery to man. Science can never prove what causes a person to fall in love. Science can never prove what happens to a person after death. Science can never measure the breadth or depth of God's love and mercy. None of the world's information we have acquired or the tangible skills we have developed in order to acquire, maintain, and advance our lives on this earth will be useful in eternity. The wisdom of this world has no capability to carry a person from this life into the next. The wisdom of this world has no capability to carry a person from this life to the next. God's moves are a mystery. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for even giving me some moves. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Don't even breathe. (laughs) It's that quick. Oh boy, the champions are kicking in. I'm going to try to get it all in. Okay, In Touch Magazine is talking about lacking nothing. It says, many people today may appear fine on the outside, but if we look beneath the surface, we'd see otherwise. Places in their souls that they've tried to fill with worldly success, possessions, or popularity. But the truth is, those things will never satisfy. Only God can give us genuine fulfillment and peace. Now, this doesn't mean that life will always be perfect or ordered to our liking. In fact, Jesus told us that in this world, we will have trouble. And that's John 16, if you want to read. But if we are in him, we'll experience a sense of wholeness that can never be taken away. We may still want other things, but because we are complete in Christ, those desires won't exert such a strong pull on us. Whether they come our way or not, we can remain truly satisfied with the one who calls us his beloved children. We can rest in the sufficiency of his love and the joy of life in him. Amen. And that is how I am conducting my life. It says we may still want other things, but because we are complete in Christ, those desires won't exert such a strong pull on us. Amen. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional. It says, get prayed up. Luke 5, 16. As often as possible, Jesus withdrew to out-of-the-way places for prayer. There is no question that Jesus was always prayed up. He was connected with the Father and valued his prayer time so much 
that he would sneak away from the disciples without telling them so, that he could pray undisturbed for as long as he needed to pray. Then when he faced a situation, a blind person coming to him for healing, for example, he knew just what to do. Bow your head. Let's soak this in. Father, I want to walk in sync with you. Download your divine instruction so that I will know which way I should go. Let your word renew my mind so that I will not follow after the pattern of this world, but after you. Lord, lead me along paths of righteousness. Order my steps in your word and in all my dealings today. Let your light shine through me. In the name of Jesus, amen. In all my dealings today, let your light shine through me. Amen. Okay, real quick, I'm going to read from Trusting God Day by Day because I found this so interesting. It says, don't let dread get a hold on you. And we're going to close out the podcast with this. Isaiah 8, 13 says, The Lord of hosts, regard him as holy and honor his holy name by regarding him as your only hope of safety. And let him be your fear and let him be your dread, lest you offend him by your fear of man and distrust of him. Okay, deep breath. Dread is a powerful, gripping fear. People dread many things, and most of them don't even realize what dread does to them. It sucks the joy right out of the present moment. But Jesus set you free from the power of dread. The life of the life God has provided for us through Jesus Christ is a precious gift and we should enjoy every moment of it. Pray and ask God to show you every time you begin to dread any task or something lurking in your future that you're not quite sure of. Merely eliminating dread from your life will increase more of your God-given confidence and help you experience more joy. How often do you find yourself putting things off that you dread doing? Well, maybe it's that uncomfortable conversation you know you need to have, or those bills that need to be paid, or worse, maybe it's your annual taxes. Listeners, train yourself not to dread anything, but to actually tackle it first. The sooner in the day you do the things that you don't prefer doing, the more energy that you will have to do them. If you wait until the end of the day when most of your energy is gone and then try to do something that you really don't like doing, well, it's going to be worse than if you did it earlier. Dread causes us to procrastinate. But if you're ever going to do something now, right now is the best time. So putting something off does not make it go away. It only allows more time to torment you. 
You can dread or you can confidently take action. As Christians with the power of the Holy Spirit in us, surely we can manage to do an unpleasant task without dreading it and with a good attitude. God's power is not available just to make unpleasant things in our lives go away. It is frequently available to walk us through them courageously. Amen. Woo, I got it in, I got it in. So do it now, get it over with, choose to do all things with joy and strength. Don't trust your fear more than you trust God, period. (laughs) The end. Thank you guys for coming to pray with me. Yes, we got blessings started. Don't think we didn't. So now all you have to do is just raise your hands to the heavens and feel feel the down pouring of blessings that are coming your way. You deserve them. Jesus loves you. God sees you. I know you. It's just all these wonderful things. So keep coming back. We'll be here. It's a daily podcast. I look forward to tomorrow. Bye for now. And I've got class tonight. I've got class tonight. (laughs) I'm so excited. Okay, see you tomorrow.